my soul. <laughs> Whatever. All right, Blythe, can we get some Twitter poll results, pretty please? We asked several players like Joe Mixon and Chad Kelly were not invited to the Combine or had their invites revoked. Is that something the NFL should do? Should they ban players who have been convicted of violent crimes in the past? What say the people? The people, I haven't even voted yet on this, so it's not showing um, the options yet. But yes, 60% say absolutely that the NFL should ban prospects who have been convicted of violent pro- violent crimes. Coming in second place is 25%, says depends on the situation. And then 15% says no, they're still drafted anyways. So that's kind of good. It's kind of good for the crowd. I just voted, so it went up a little bit. <laughs> and you voted for absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I, I said depends you. on the situation. Because yeah, I guess that would have been the better answer, but I'm just saying. Because with in. those two guys, it, 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 you want them going under that pressure. You want them meeting with each and every team back to back to back and, and getting those questions. Now these guys, are they're, they're still going to fly out and visit them. They're still going to do their due diligence. They're going to kick the tires on these guys. Nearly every NFL franchise will probably interview Joe Mixon. Um, and probably Chad Kelly, too, I would imagine. They have to do their due diligence, and now it just creates an extra step. I know what they're trying to do with the combine. They're trying to make it, you know, a privilege to go there, but they're also well, hindering think, a lot of teams from, from, in, I guess, investigating properly on I these guys. I think the NFL needs to look at what they're doing, though. If that's going to be the case, they need to look at the league and say, we're going to have standards for the league as well. If mm-hmm. we're going to have standards for the combine, we need to have standards for the league. That's true. You know? Because, you know, if, if Greg Hardy would have gone through what he went through before going to the combine, they wouldn't have allowed him to play. And look what happened to him. You know, after, I mean, you had to sit there and say, you had to allow him back in the league, and I think it just looks bad. I think they need to have a stricter policy on who is able to play. Because you look at Tyreek Hill, who, I mean, was he, uh, he received an award, right? I mean, he, he was fantastic for the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. But he also went through, I think, a domestic... He did. He punched his pregnant girlfriend in the stomach. Yeah. I didn't even know about that until the middle of last season. They kept that hush-hush. Very hush-hush. And he's one of the better players, but you have to sit there and say, okay, like, obviously he's a great player and he was productive, but, like, and maybe Kansas City doesn't really care. I just think it looks bad. I mean, this, like you said, it it's an honor to make it to the Combine, and it should be an honor to play in this league. It should be something that's very special and not taken advantage of. Yeah, but teams want to win, yeah. and as long as your talent outweighs the baggage, you'll always have a job. Well, what Jordan's saying is they shouldn't be able to have a job if they have this kind of history in the past. So if they're going to say we're going to outlaw you at the Combine because of that past history, right. then you're also not allowed to play in the NFL. And I think that's where eventually at some point it could go if the NFL takes it se- some of these crimes seriously. If they start to take domestic violence so seriously that you can't play if you've ever been convicted of it, not charged with it. That's a big difference between being charged with it and being convicted right. of it. So if you're ever charged with domestic violence, that's the next step for the NFL is to say, sorry, but you're not allowed to play for this league. You can go play in the Canadian Football League. You can go play in the new uh, league that's going to be out west. You can play in an arena league, but you can't play for this league. And I think that's when all of a sudden you may start to see a real shift in the behavior in 
certain situations. Right. But it's also, you, you, I, I think that's a, that's kind of a slippery slope because then you're getting into a little bit of, you know, the, the I, I don't want to say like the moral police because if you're convicted of a crime, then obviously you committed a crime. Um, but then you're, do, what about DUIs or, or what about minor drug possession or, or what about, you know, an Adri- Adrian Peterson situation where he thinks he's disciplining his kids and other people uh, vehemently disagree. So it, it gets into a, a situation where are we only singling out domestic violence or are we addressing you know do we only want choir boys in in the nfl because that's never going to happen I think, I think aggravated battery and things like that in domestic violence i think those more serious crimes right a dui if the person doesn't hit and kill someone uh is if they supposedly learn a lesson right if it's one time for something like that that's something they're really more doing to themselves right like i said as long as they are not hitting in you know getting involved in an accident something like drugs they're only doing that to themselves too Something like child pornography or sexual abuse of a child. I think those are things where, the in domestic violence, I think those are things where the NFL could absolutely draw the line and say, if you are hurting another person, we're not going to put you on a platform where you're going to make millions of dollars and where little kids are going to look up to you. And I'm not saying the NFL is ever going to do that because certainly they're already concerned about their ratings this past year and, and they're always going to be concerned about their growth as a league. But if you're going to institute a policy for the Combine, then I think you should certainly have discussions, and maybe they already have, uh, but I doubt it with Roger Goodell, because he was slow, slow to even move on any of this domestic violence stuff initially. It took that video of Ray Rice for him really to, to kind of do something to the NFL. But they should have conversations of what kind of players do we want in the NFL. And, and the choir boy, t- choir boy term, I think, it gets almost like overplayed because yeah, not all of these players are going to be altar boys. They never have, in any sport, sure. they never have been. Sure. We just but, know about it more. Right, but they are able to sit there and say that if you hit a woman in the face, if you hit a pregnant woman, if you cause uh, some sort of injury to, whether it's a woman, a child, even a drugless man, if you do something like that, you're not welcome in this league. I think I, they have a right to do that. I think also teams have a right to do that, yeah. too, to, to, to say yes or to say no. I, I don't think the NFL should be in the business of, of being the judge and the jury and the executioner. And, and I know we get into the sticky situations where you, you don't necessarily want a guy like Joe Mixon on the team, but then you look at a situation like Kansas City and Tyreek Hill played really good, and you ask a lot of fans, and they look and they turn the other way. And, and, and I think that for a lot of fans, you don't want to worry about the noise that surrounds sports you just want to watch the best team that your that your team can field or you want to you want to watch the best team that your your organization can can field on any different game and 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 try to win and and if you want to pay attention to the outside noise and 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 all the other stuff that goes on then you know that that's that's something that I think sports is is going to have to increasingly police I guess it and, and hesitantly police it because it, it Sports will never be completely crime free ever, and and it never has been. Uh, Yeah, but then it's also well, what serious crime to to one person is different to another person. So I I I just think that it comes down to a situation where if you are convicted of a crime by a judge and by a jury outside of the NFL, then I think it's up to the the, the teams and and who they want to kick the tires on and who they want to bring in based off of what their fan base feels. And that's exactly why it can't be left up to the teams is because the teams are going to say whatever it takes to win. And then you don't have a level playing field. If you say to all teams you can't have someone that's done that, 
then you're you're not giving them the option and then fans don't have to worry about the noise and they don't have to worry about someone like Greg Cardi moving into their city and and potentially causing more issues than the person But who dis- but but a Greg Hardy and a Joe Mixon and these kind of they, these are very very small amounts this is right. you know a couple guys that's out of hundreds of guys I think that's why it's so easily doable for the NFL because there are such a small handful of these guys that have these violent crimes against other people not just women that they would be able to have a handle on this. I mean, you don't have to suspend or, you know, kick out of the league for minor offenses, whether it be drug or DUI, because those are, you know, uh, things like what Lauren said, they're affecting you. But I just think that there is a small handful of guys that are extremely violent, who have had the past, who have had multiple chances to fix their actions. And uh, obviously people learned about the Greg Hardy situation and saw that he wasn't a good fit at Dallas after they took the chance on him. But I think if he would have performed well at Dallas... He would have been yeah, absolutely. It, it, that's all throughout it's just sports. It's to me because people in regular jobs are held to standards. If somebody were to attack their pregnant wife, more than likely, not in every circumstance, but they would lose their job and they would probably have a hard time getting a job somewhere else. Uh, but they would be able to get, and, that, and my, that's my thing too, is the second chance and, and not necessarily the third chance because I think if you're asking for a third chance, that that's another situation where you, you have to look at all the variables involved. But who are we to say that these guys aren't deserving of a second chance in life for a sport that they've worked for their entire life and then they, they, they screw up, they make one bad decision, maybe they get into a domestic, a, a domestic dispute with a girlfriend and then their career is ruined for the rest of their lives i mean but you got to think about the young kids who get in the car and drink and drive and kill somebody they don't get a second chance they have to go spend the rest of their life in prison you know i don't think we can consider i guess i don't consider a mistake um physically assaulting your girlfriend like i don't think that that ever falls under well i'll do better next time i think that falls under you have a violence you need some counseling and you know what that's that's something that you're going to have to live with and deal with forever. That that's just something that I don't think you can you can say. Okay, well let let me let me you know get some counseling and then try harder next time. Well, it's 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 a complicated issue, especially with domestic violence. There was actually a really fantastic article not too long ago written on Deadspin that asked and and, and, and interviewed various different couples who had been suffering from domestic violence at the hands of their partners, and they talked about how the root of it was, or some of the cases were, is that the guy would go to jail, and then they would be without money, and then he'd come back, and that's what they would argue about, and then it would result in, in more it's fighting, and it's just a... It's a right, and, and so it, it's, it's to paint these situations with a broad brush is never a good idea, and that's why I think that you let the court system work itself out. You let, you know, rate, a lot of people forget that, you know, they, they put the blame on the NFL for not suspending Ray Rice. Our own judicial system was the, the, the system that did not put him in jail. And he only had to pay fines and only had to go to counseling. So we have to stop looking at the NFL to be our judge and jury and executioner and start asking that of society. Let society and the judicial system work itself out legally and then allow these teams to make a case-by-case situation on every single case-by-case situation. A lot of these players got mad cash and they're not really held to the same standards as... Well, money is the money is the ultimate influence. It doesn't yeah. matter about race. It doesn't matter about your gender. It matters how much money do you have. I'm not asking for the NFL to ever be the judge, jury, or executioner. I'm That's what a lot of fans are saying. I'm That's what I'm saying. The court system, if they are convicted of a crime, a violent crime, 
then the court system has already found them guilty, and therefore the NFL can say, you're not welcome. And then the NFL is not judging anything. They are simply looking at it, and if it's a violent crime, that falls under their their category of you're not allowed to play. But you're the majority of fans, whenever something goes on, the first reaction is, what's the NFL going to do about this? Not what our judicial system is going to do about this. They want the NFL to play that role, and they're not qualified. They're frankly not qualified to, to, to make those. That. Right, but I... But, we're, what we're arguing differently is you're saying the NFL then, even once they are convicted in the court of, not public opinion, but the actual court of law, you're saying then it's up to, they can still enter the NFL and then it's up to yes. a team to choose them. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying the NFL should say, no, you're convicted of that crime. You were already found guilty. We're not the ones judging you. You were found guilty by all the evidence and therefore you're not welcome in our league. So that's where we differ. Yeah, I just think it should be a team decision. Right, and I don't think so because you're still giving someone who has done something horrible to someone else a chance to go earn a lot of money and become a role model. And I don't want the children of America who are already dealing with lots of other issues uh, when it comes to social media and growing up with all... Don't look to athletes as your role model. (laughs) Start with that. (laughs) Yeah, to then have to look up to uh, NFL players. And certainly I'm not saying... Parents shouldn't play a role in who their kids look up to. I'm not saying that. But that's where we disagree on that topic. And I don't think we'll ever agree, um, but it'll be interesting to see if the NFL starts applying its combine policy to other things in the league. All right, Blag's going to say goodbye. She's going to say hello to a concert in just a few minutes. So George.